Oh, pre-show is the best show. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> Evening, everybody. We're sharing cat stories. Mm-hmm. But uh, welcome to What's On Joe Mind. Uh, as you can see, we've got a special guest in the house tonight. Uh, Mark Gerwig is here of Mark 2 Design. Give a, a free round. Either, either I finally made it or the, the What's On Joe's Mind podcast is spiraling out of control. No. Like, no. Like, no. Well, no. Welcome to the big time. <laughs> Yeah. You've been slumping well, it for 12 years. But uh, we'll be back with you after you watch our, our recently reconfigured opening kick-ass theme song. Uh, stick with us. seconds shorter so well i wasn't ready for that i was trying to trying to make it as nausea inducing as possible <laughs> jump cuts and quick pans <laughs> no star wipes no i don't have star wipes oh the, the, the hell hope is that someday we'll get to star wipes but but i don't have star wipes anyways welcome to what's on joe mind we are a fan cast about the world of gi joe i'm your host mike irizari how's everybody doing Hey. Just fair to Midland. All right, fair enough. We were something gone last week. Something just activated my printer. Like from, it's coming from inside the house. <laughs> oh, oh no! I turned it off for now. Now if the TV comes on, that's, that's a whole other set of. I'm gone. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck, kids. Fend for yourselves. Exactly. They're high school age. They they should be able to do that by now. Dude, I mean, not not to jump right to the story we told off air, but my kids watched The Ring last night, and with about we had a hard time getting the DVD to work, which is somewhat ironic right. given the movie. <laughs> and then with like twenty minutes to go in the film, it just dumped rain outside, just dumped. And I'm like, well, yard work's going to be a bitch tomorrow. And then when the movie ended, the rain stopped. And I'm like, man, I just <laughs> broke both my children. <laughs> Good night, kids. <laughs> poisoning the future of America. He's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. Is that all, all you've been up to this week, Mark? Is that uh, that... that uh... Yeah, I mean, I think I already did my bit, right? So, father of the year, just send the recommendations in. I'm <laughs> ruining kids' lives one night at a time. Again, your children are old enough that this is the role you should be transitioning to. So I'm not. Yeah, and it isn't like we went from Mary Poppins to The Ring, right? Like right, they, right. they've seen, uh, you know, Nope and uh, Signs and some of the smarter quasi horror movies, but. My daughter wants to go see Five Nights at Freddy's with her friend in October, and I said, "You got to prove to me you can watch a horror movie and not be a not be a wreck for a week." And it's the last week of summer vacation, so tis the season. So they uh, they got to watch The Ring last night. A good time was had by all. I kept saying, "Hey, why don't I go turn off the light in the kitchen?" 
because it's kind of an open floor plan here, and that would make it really dark on the main floor. And they were neither one, not even my 16, my almost 17-year-old son was like, nah, we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> All right, fine. You see him in the bottom left. He is uh, counting down the days until we have G.I. Joe comic product to talk about. It's Rack Time Rob. I, what is it, October? November? I don't know. I think November is when the Larry Hama book drops again. It's been a minute. I forget. Can't ask me to keep details straight, especially after a week off. <laughs> I mean, granted, it was a week off for the rest of you. It was not a week off for me. I still had to produce crap. Mm. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Somebody has to fly that moon chariot across the sky. Right. Somebody's got to earn us our $3 in ad revenue for the month. Uh, and in the bottom right, our special guest tonight. Uh, here from the, the glorious Mark II design compound in scenic, I don't know where. Denver. Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado? Yeah. All right. Because there's a Denver in other states. I didn't say Springfield, at least. I mean, not really. Right? <laughs> there's a Denver, Texas that has an airport. There's a Denver, Indiana that six people live in. Mm. You know, there's there's other Denvers. But uh, we'll have to get you together. We'll have to have you rumble with Troy McKee to get to uh, figure out who the the uh, the true third-party king of Colorado is. But uh, Mark Gerwig is on the show for the first time tonight. Debut. Right. Hey! Ovation. Long overdue. Cool. That's all you got, Mark? <laughs> That's all got. No, Troy, actually, I got Troy uh, here to my shop a couple months ago. I did a little bit of a – I was trying to put together like a – like a Denver area Joe meetup. And mm -hmm. uh, I got a good, uh, I don't know, 12, 12 maybe-ish people. Troy came down. Look, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for at first, like people don't like to show up unless you've got like a track record of success. So had to start somewhere. Look, 12 for a first time out. Speaking from experience, right? I was, I, you know, I was there in the early days of, of Joe Ohio and the coil. Uh, we'd have killed for 12 at those first couple meetings. So 12 was bad. Yeah. Like there was usually five or six of us. And then like a good, a good meeting would have 12 to 15. So yeah. Yeah. No, no. 12 is, is that's, that's a, that's Denver showing up for you, man. Yeah. Toy collectors are not the most sociable people by and large. Mm -mm. A lot of times it was just Mike Gary and a noted author. And then look oh. out ladies. Well, no, it was usually usually a little few more than that. <laughs> if, you, if you brought some warmer than room temperature beer, James Cavanaugh was on hand. Oh, nice! Not room temperature. It's got to be a little little warmer than room temperature. That's not unsettling in the least. Look, man, it's it, as it was not good beer, so whatever. <laughs> Make it warmer be. than room temperature. No beer's good beer. <laughs> I'm just saying that making it cold wasn't going to make it taste any better. So whatever, James. <laughs> coming out of your trunk, it's just coming out of your trunk. Great. But um, Sean Russell notes that there's too much Mark on his uh, in his podcast. No his such thing. Shaking. Now, you are legit marking out tonight. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, Where's Pennington? Where's Pennington? Get him. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> Giving the generic greeting, hi, Mark. I mean, when you figure that uh, I've I, most I've had several jobs. Most of my jobs start out where the first couple of days at work I am called Mark, so I'm kind of an honorary Mark. 
I don't know what's so difficult about Mike, but nobody seems to want to call me that, uh, at least until a week or so has gone by. I have a younger brother named Mike, so I grew up being called both names. Right. I'm an older, I'm an older brother named Mike. Yeah. This is like right? Parents start yelling because something's wrong, and they just start throwing names out there. Right. That's they don't even have to be similar. No, yeah. no, they always started with me. That's a different territory. Always. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other thing. Like, that's, that's I, I mean, I've been called Rob enough times that it doesn't. It's it's different when it happens at home versus, like, school or something. If it happened at school, I was usually thinking it was, like, the, the my next thought was, this is going to be a long school year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rachel Salinas has a quick question before we get started there, uh, Mark Gerwig. Oh. Uh, what made it into the display cabinet? Well, not a lot. Hold on. Let me flip on the top oh, sorry, Mark. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, it's uh, I got a, a small collection of Masterpiece Transformers. So that's Optimus, Megatron, Skywarp, peeking up in jet mode, uh, Trailbreaker in the back. And uh, Wind Charger, who was always my favorite of the little mini bots, he's over there on the left. How and it, and if you're about to say they haven't made a masterpiece Wind Charger yet, <laughs> no, they haven't. <laughs> is is that the legitimate masterpiece Trailbreaker? Yeah. Is he good? Yeah, he's really good. I hate to I hate to put something on your Christmas list, but I know he's your guy, and he's pretty damn good. He he was my first guy. He was, oh, I thought it was your favorite. Oh, you're a sideswipe guy. I'm a sideswipe guy. I already That's have masterpiece sideswipe. So, and he's slick. Yeah, he's I have a couple more, but they're all you know. I've been working on that basement, so there's a sideswipe. There's a silver streak slash blue streak. There's a prowl. Um, I think that's it. Um, but yeah, we're we're making moves up there. I want to try to get. I'm not going to go nuts because they are expensive, uh, but I want to get the uh, the year one. Uh, guys on both sides. So I got some work to do. Okay. So there you go. That's what's in the cabinet. But the lights were the lights were washing me out. So we're uh, we're keeping right, it mysterious. Right. The, 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 the display cabinet light for, for Mark is so bright that uh, astute viewers from two weeks ago uh, were able to see clear through Mark's skin and, and see his skeleton mm -hmm. beneath. So <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not a great look for us. It's trouble between no. the third and fourth vertebrae brewing. Right. I've got one adamantium rib, and I was trying to keep that quiet, but. <laughs> of all things. Uh, Mark, you've got a. It's the worst superpower. Display cabinet yourself back there, a bunch of shelves at any rate. You got a, a ton of ton of uh, classified going on. What else you got going back there? Right. And then let's see. This side's the, the Action Force side. Um, that's the first uh, toy line I got to actually, you know, do some sculpting for. So, and it's pretty near and dear to my heart. And then a lot of random stuff kind of down the middle. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the classified got to keep it, got to keep it safe, got to keep it clean. Yeah. Someday, right. I, someday I do, I do like the, the book. The bookshelf look is cool. You know, uh, if, if you have a bunch and you can line them up, that's pretty slick. Yeah, it was. Um, it's, it's floor to ceiling. And uh, until recently, I was able to actually keep all the numbers sequential, but I just, I ran out of room. So some of the larger ones like this had to, had to flip up and, oh, well. Where's 29? I'm looking for 29 on the top. 20, well, 
what's 29? I don't know. Is it 29? Was that? No, it's this. This is 29. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, that's why. I was I was angling. I thought maybe it was Slaughter's Marauder's Barbecue. No. Because no. if you happen to have that hole in your collection, I know a guy. <laughs> it, it's pretty close to being regular barbecue, but not. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that would uh, Slaughter's Marauder's Barbecue is what somewhere in the 60s, isn't it? I can't keep I don't know. I'm trying to sell them on eBay as as the the complete set of GI Joe classified uh, slaughters marauders. marauders. <laughs> one guy. I we'll get more. They just they've got better repaints to do right now. So I, I know one was Roadblock, and that's about where I, the numbers drift off <laughs> for me. I, I it, it, everything is still filed in how they were released in in. 1982, 1983, etc., etc. So, I Rob have... may be the, the only one here who has his open, right? Yeah, got a good chunk of them. Yeah, you're talking about your your roadblock or your uh, your barbecue. Either one. I, I I've got them both open. So, I mean, both of mine are open. They just had to go back in the box because there's nowhere to put them. And right, and that's kind of what I what I was. Usually, I have two, so I can open one. Um, but the early stuff that I only had one of, most of those got opened, and then just they go back into the box for safety. Mm, we're getting, we're getting. I usually, I always, oh, I didn't open mine, but then about a year ago, I started opening all of them and putting in stuff like this, and then returning them to Walmart for full price. It's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> I call it collecting evolved. <laughs> Much more affordable. So someone, someone's going to take you seriously, right? Someone should have thought of that. <laughs> they did. That's why they're not doing it anymore. <laughs> so what do you say now that we've burned enough perfectly good time? Mm -hmm. uh, let's get your community calendar. Here we go. I gotta say that chicken nugget does a lot of retreating. I mean, that's a C-nug. Yeah, I'll take it. I, I, the, the one where, where Mark gets taken out by Staff Sergeant C-Nug, that's a win. I like that there's a, a faint echo of my brutal <laughs> at the very end. That's phenomenal. Uh, it's good times. You know, uh, there's a whole slew more of those that are on deck. You, got, you guys understand that there is a whole... Oh, boy. There's a catalog that no one has seen yet. But <laughs> oh, boy. For, for reasons, but that's okay because it means we get to relive some of the some of the classics now for for a couple of weeks until we get everything settled in that regard. But yeah, there's there's a whole bunch more coming. Oh, I love them all. The one where I'm screaming for like 15 seconds is unsettling, but besides that, I love them. All. <laughs> that's the unsettling one. That's that the unsettling. Extremely one. unsettling. Okay. One, yes. Yeah, that's the weird one. But anyways, <laughs> no, they're all weird ones, but <laughs> like it's it's one thing to just see yourself doing that for it. Yeah. 
It's one thing getting beaten up by a by a crudely animated chicken nugget, Mark. It's something else to anyways. All your foibles laid bare. Mm. <laughs> mm. Speaking of bare foibles. First up on the old calendar, it's Toy Man. This coming weekend. This Sunday. Can you contain the excitement? No, you can't. Get your hugging mic ready. Taking place at the Machinist Hall in Bridgeton, Missouri. Uh, from 9 to 2, $5 admission. Uh, 15 bucks gets you in an hour early. Get all the details at toymanshow.com. Or find them on Facebook. It's where big kids go to play. And where bigger kids go to hug. Right. That's right. That's uh, it's right. Uh, you will save $0 on admission if you find Toy World Order's Dave Draper and hug him and tell him what's on Joe Mind sent you. I'm just waiting for just waiting for the angry the angry emails. While you're hugging him, make sure to say right in his ear that you are TWO for life. <laughs> I love it. I, I actually was I chatted a little bit with Draper this past week and I made no mention of that. So oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if uh we'll see if anybody actually finds him out St. Louis way. We know he's not watching because he'd have probably complained to me by now for telling people to hunt him down and hug him. Yeah. <laughs> Which would just make us do it more. Uh, Digital Diarrhea asks free parking. Yes, and an abundance of it. You betcha. So, that, I've seen that place jammed and there's still parking. Be jammed. Right. It shares a lot with the with the target. So it, there's there's loads of loads of overflow. But uh yeah Matt Rubin says uh, Absorbvids has been busy. Absorbvids it gets wild. Yes. Mm -hmm. it, it it does. I haven't watched all of them yet even. So I I'm I'm selling it sight unseen but like we're escalating past Mark getting beaten up by a, a chicken nugget. So It's a lot of thrust, man. It is. It, it, right? it is. Uh, I've seen a few of them that 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 I have not shown off to everybody yet, but yeah, we're, we're, there's definitely going to be a, a community calendar super play at some point. Cause we'll have 15 minutes worth of community calendar intros. We'll have a narrative, right? <laughs> but, but yes, if you're anywhere close to St. Louis, uh, get yourself into toy, man. It's like having a, having a, a a museum with exhibits that are on sale for you uh, seven or eight times a year. You, you, you're missing out if you're not getting the toy man. Then, of course, Dragon Con is the, the following weekend, Labor Day weekend. Uh, it's going to be taking up the bulk of downtown Atlanta from August 31st through September 4th. Uh, guests include Joe Colton. Mm -hmm. Oh! And far too many other people to list. Uh, you get all the information you need at dragoncon.org. I'm going to guess if you're heading to this thing, you've already made your plans. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I don't know if day passes are available or even if they're a good idea. But, hey, get yourself over to dragoncon.org and find out from them. Hit the freeway to Atlanta now because it'll be jammed. <laughs> I mean, that just goes without saying. And I will, I will throw a reminder out there that uh, – uh, you know, if folks don't send us stuff for community calendar, community calendar gets really short. Mm -hmm. and, and that's 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 what happened this week. Mm. So, yeah, if you got a show that you want to plug, remember, 
uh, hit us up at what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. And uh, we'll, we'll do our best to get it in there. We, we do a pretty good job of it. I think we don't miss too often. Mm-hmm. Mark, we got your, uh, we got your Denver meetup in there last couple months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I think you had Troy on when we did it. Yeah. Get to my, uh, my big 12, right? Right. I mean, really? tech, like 11, if you count me, right? Well, no, you were there. You get to count. Yeah, you're there. You, yeah. you, you ate pizza, so you count. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna take credit for that though, because that's the kind of shameless whores we are. Excellent. If we don't get any community calendar submissions, are we just gonna run some absorb vids, intros and outro bumpers for like ten minutes? I don't know about ten minutes, but we'll certainly get more than two of them in. If we, I, I guarantee, you, if we run more than two minutes of them consecutively. When we come back, somebody is going to have a shirt off and a handprint on their chest and is going to scream, the weatherman is dead. <laughs> and the and the band of the hand will rule. I don't like where this is going. Here we go. The four or five. Yeah. She knows. It's that time. I'm so my To never, never experience that again. Cool. <laughs> wow, that like, was. Uh... I didn't like that one bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> that that looks like that that looked like the type of thing that a horror movie like The Ring might be based on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's one that uh, I am I am confident that when Joe Colton returns, um, she will see that one. She will immediately teleport from her window, appear in mine. And begin to kick my ass. Right. I, I yeah. promise you. And I will just be barricading my door. Just You'll just <laughs> crawl out of the ring, out of the uh, screen, all black and white, right? Hair down in front of her face. Right. It's going to be great. Rob, you'll be blameless. You don't have anything to worry about. But I, I am the one that... Just in case. Just in case the rage just overtakes him. I, I don't know why she sent me the foot photo. I, it, was not, it was not asked for. It, but she, she was trying to make a point about something. But I am the one who put it on the show, so yeah. that that one is on me. You're not known for soli- soliciting foot photography online, are you? That's not a thing. No. Okay. No. God no. I don't want anything to do with my feet. You think I want anything to do with anybody else's feet? Good. <laughs> it just bothers me that it's creeped out hundreds of people watching our show over the years. But there's been at least one guy who was like, "Ooh, right." <laughs> And I'm really, really angry that we enabled that on accident. I guarantee you there's two there's two or three of us on the C-Nug and did the same thing. Right. I feel uh, a little so, bit better about that. Phil all the justice. Absorb bits must be stopped. Um, I don't think so. Uh, Jake Rose notes that it's terrific. <laughs> right. The the worst ones are my favorite ones. Oh, oh, we got we got a, we got a message from Absorb Vids down there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he survived the he survived the monsoon and an earthquake, but now he's done. You are. <laughs> hey, look, Los Angeles got hit with a with a hurricane and an earthquake, and Phil went to Disneyland. Mm. He's not afraid. Mm-mm. The soggiest place on earth. Right. Phil had to get kicked out of Disneyland. That's how bad that is. 
I heard the hurricane put out the fire on the dragon head, though. So that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good good plan by Walt. Right. Uh, Phil figures it was only a matter of time. I mean, really, if you're going to be the permanent sub, yeah, you, you got to like they're going to start working you into some of this stuff. Yeah. Mark, just a warning: if this goes well tonight, you you may find yourself, you know. <laughs> Yeah, absorb vitted. Right. <laughs> you can shake your head all you want, Mark, but really this is all about all about uh where you want to take it, frankly. Yeah. yeah, try not to stay in one place so he can't get a good Lots of bob and weave. It doesn't matter. Does yeah, it? no, that'll that'll that would be a first for sure. <laughs> I have not been uh you know molested by a sea nug or <laughs> Anything even close to that? I believe I was molested. I think I was just <laughs> abused. There's a difference, I think. <laughs> Show us on the on the sea nug where the bad man touched you, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, did we get a plug the damn show? Plug the damn show. Plug the damn show. I kind of like that one. That's like ethereal. <laughs> like it had the ultimate. Who is the woman that popped up? Dolly. Dolly wasn't it? That yeah. was Dolly. Dolly yeah. from forty years ago. The seventies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, begging your pardon, but uh, we saw the Ultimate Warriors back. That's good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this best promo work was right there. Right. Uh, well, I mean, that was um, what WrestleMania seven. Did he team up with Savage? I forget. Wasn't that where he fought Savage? Wasn't that the retirement match? No, because the, they were dressed similarly. Oh, that's right. Because Savage was in. Well, he yeah. was back for eight. Eight, he fought Flair. Yeah, they they were a they were a tag team for a short while. I think that was when Hogan was busy with the Sarge. So, right, the Mega Maniacs, perhaps something yes, awful. I believe so. No, that was with Hogan. Eh, whatever. No, with Hogan Ultimate Maniacs, the, yeah. Hogan was the Mega Powers. Oh, the Mega Powers with Hogan. Right. That's right. So I think I think the Mega Maniacs was with the Warrior. So yeah, and the Ultimate record, Maniacs. That, uh, there you that go. skateboarder yeah, was was absorbed bids. That was that's him. That's him making his his show debut right there. It's just not a community calendar centric one. So we gotta we gotta pick a spot for it there. Uh, anyways, if you're still with us, and God knows I'm not sure why you should be. <laughs> uh, remember, if you're catching us on Facebook tonight, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Catching mm -hmm. us on YouTube, uh, like the video. You guys have been kind of slacking off on the likes in recent weeks. You need to remember just to click the little thumbs up thing down there. Uh, and of course, subscribe to the channel, which uh, about 30% of you who watch us every week don't do for some reason. Um, I don't get it. Google already knows you're here. They're going to keep sending us into your feed. Uh, so you might as well just succumb, submit, click the subscribe button. I don't care if you go for notifications or not. We're, we're here every Tuesday, so it's not, it's not like you need a whole lot of notifying. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, do all those cool YouTube things for us. You know, Subscribe, share us in your, your various social media channels. Just do a couple little extra clicks for us. It's a small price to pay for the hours of entertainment we provide mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. At least one hour every week is entertaining. 
Right. At least one out of the two plus. Yeah. And not just like a, it isn't like we just switch on the entertainment, right? We try to salt it in as we go. <laughs> or, or in most cases, stumble on it randomly. Right. Once, in, one, once in a while, I would say we'll have a, we'll have a yogurt show where all the entertainment will be at the bottom. <laughs> that happens once in a while. If you're entertaining all the time, then you would, there, you know, just. Eh. Where's the suspense in that? Right. <laughs> There's no suspense. You wouldn't tune in. Uh, Tim Peterson letting us know that the Mega Maniacs was Hogan and Beefcake. Well, no wonder we forgot. Uh, goes on to say that Warrior and Savage were the ultimate maniacs. So there, there we go. So I'm not entirely crazy. I'll take terrible tag teams for 800, Alex. Any any tag team with Randy Savage is not terrible. Well, it's half garbage. But Especially okay. then in his prime. Yeah. Savage could carry them both. It doesn't matter. I mean, he carried he carried Warrior to a good IC title match, didn't he? Absolutely yeah, he did. Well, Savage was Savage was great. I'm just saying, put him in a tag team, you're probably watering him down. Right. So. Right. Anyways, Savage and Poffo. Moving on. <laughs> oh my God! Ruled the uh, the ICW area. It's time for the news. Good Lord. That was disturbingly quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I, I did the news buffer, uh, you know, long before uh, Absorbids found us. So nobody's tried to give us a news buffer. So hmm. I, I think I just jinxed it there. But, yeah. you know, yeah, that's going to happen. Here comes Hector Ramirez. No, I like the news buffer. The news buffer is classy. It shows we're getting down to business. Right. It, it, the news buffer kind of goes back to the audio days. We had a, a big, long, very professional-sounding news bit that I used to, to intentionally uh, fuck up for Gary. So I like that we have a, a short, professional-looking news intro here that we can we can then uh, declass by saying beep, 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 all the time later mm -hmm. on. Just in case anybody's out there half listening, the news buffer is like the dog whistle. It's like, hey, here comes the good stuff, right? Right, yeah. right. It's it's the the part that most folks usually tune into um, before before bailing out. But uh, you know, hey, we'll try and break that. It's like it's like update on uh, Saturday Night Live. Right. Actually, mm -hmm. no, it's not true. We usually get our our peak live viewers in the second hour and we're talking to our guests as I, you know, realize I made him look like little sweat beads were forming on his forehead. <laughs> oh, no. What am I doing here now? <laughs> Believe me, Mark, Mark, I ask myself that question every week for 12 years. Not every week. There was, there was a couple of years in there where we maybe put out two episodes, but what can you do? What can you do? I know, uh, when I when I listen to your podcast, um, and I'm not watching, it just it takes me back to like my first job and listening to like Cubs games while washing dishes in the back of some diner. You've just got like that, that that perfect voice for it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you get Cubs games in Denver? No, I, I grew up outside of Chicago. Oh, okay. I grew up in a cornfield. With I a baseball field. No, that's Iowa. 
he's probably getting some some Cubs games on the radio in Iowa too. Makes sense. Mm. Wasn't that the AAA for a long time? It still it's is, good. I believe. Is it Iowa Cubs? Okay. All right, moving on. Yeah, they even have a they have a like a single A team in Quad Cities. So mm, there's a single A team in New York called the Yankees. Let's not get into that. <laughs> we don't have enough time. Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, it's only it's only a two hour program. Not nearly enough time to discuss everything that's wrong there. <laughs> Anyhow, first news item. Do 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 do. Uh, some of your more reputable news outlets were discussing the closure of the Operation Recall backer kit. Mm-hmm. That was us, by the way. But I just confirmed it before we got on the air tonight with Carson himself. They are not closing the backer kit in September. So uh, be sure to go over, check that out, uh, get yourself all duded up with more Operation Recall goodness. Uh, they're not going to close that up until after New Year's because all of that money, they're they're not going to they're not going to take it until next year because they're not going to be able to spend it until next year. So why pay taxes on money you're not going to collect, right? So, uh, so yes, uh, rest assured, we are not running out of time on the Operation Recall backer kit, uh, but. Hey, get yourself over to operationrecall.backerkit.com. Check out all the great things going down with this project. I know it's the honcho's favorite out of all the stuff that we've gone through the last couple of years. Yep. Um, and that's uh, that's Kickstarters, Mark. That's not uh, that's not uh, you know direct direct sale classified adjacent merchandise mm. or his favorite there. Mm-hmm. Definitely cover. Anyways, um, <laughs> Mark, you're going to say something? Not my fault. Okay. <laughs> it's usually my life. <laughs> I didn't do it. It wasn't me. All right. It's a little bit my fault. That's fine. It's good to own up to these things. So uh, say, since we're talking, I've been awfully quiet. Since we're talking, since recall came up naturally. Yes. Uh, I did want to. I did want to talk about it a little bit. I was hoping we could talk about it a little bit. Uh, so, so I'm 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 part of the team. I'm sculpting accessories and stuff, and uh, it's it's been super. I don't want to say weird. <laughs> I get these. Um, so I, I get the designs from, uh, you know, through Carson and it, you know, it's Ron Rudat, it's Mark Pennington. And I had a really rough time. I hit like a mental block. Um, I kind of had built it up in my head so much. Cause I, it's like, I'm getting designs from Ron Rudat and I have to turn them into a, a thing. And I had a really rough time, uh, mentally doing it. Okay. It was, um, Oh, I sound like a crazy person right now. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> no, it's uh, starstruck. Carson, Carson's been very patient with me. So I, you know, I've got the designs and I really, I, no one backed the Kickstarter because I was a part, I wasn't even a part of it yet. Right. Like everyone wants in, in my head, they want ron and and all these other guys to to create this stuff and i feel you know it was a lot of pressure for me and i really kind of hadn't had that before like i i've sort of 
you know, from afar looked up to to these guys for so long. It was really uh, challenging for me to kind of get into it. And I, I feel like I'm finally over the hump a little bit, but it's been weird. No, I like that. It shows, you know, it shows the the reverence for the line, right? Like, yeah, these guys are, are GI Joe royalty, and that's why I've I've always been so impressed with what Carson has put together because he put the band back together pretty right. much, right? So, yeah, just just think of it as, uh, you know, now that you have kids, Mark, like you have to take care of Christmas yourself, right? You can't just sit back and let somebody else do that. Like it, it's on you now. Yeah. So, Hey, now, now designing, designing, uh, weapons for, for O-ring style figures. That's it, on you. You just can't, mm-hmm. can't sit back and let somebody else take that one, take that one to the house. Yeah. Like right from the, right from the go, Carson, um, and, and everybody was just like, you know, put your, put your flavor on it, put your spin on it, do what you do. And it was really hard kind of mentally, uh, kind of easing into that that role it was like i i haven't had that before with any of the other stuff i've done um this is it was just it's just been very interesting very interesting right you're, you're getting some some sympathy in the live chat there anthony mm-hmm. romo notes that it's got to be surreal um matt rubin getting to work with and on the same project as your idols can be daunting no doubt but uh rachel salinas notes that the band is under new management <laughs> there you go <laughs> Sometimes it helps to picture them in their underwear. <laughs> Someone told me that. We'll we'll make sure to uh, pass that on to Ron. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get that done. Ron's just up the road. I'll go say hi. There you go. Start demanding his uh, you know, his designs. Make it sound right. like you're there on Carson's behalf. That way you can, you can get us some news. I got the the uh, the only Joe Con I went to. I got to be on the same flights as Ron and Jenny, uh, his wife, and so that was the first time I'd ever met him. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's just you know riding, you know, around in in taxis with him, right, and help helping them out a little bit with the travel stuff. So that was surreal. And at the end of it, not what what did I ask for? I just wanted an auto uh, on the back of a dusty file card. And like he was like, that's kind. Of, he said that's kind of weird. I'm like, yeah, it's like. So, there you go. Yeah, they, but uh, you know, GI Joe, in a lot of ways, shaped who I grew up to be. Like as a as a kid, I loved the package art. I loved the designs. I loved all that stuff so much. Um. Uh, like so, I've like I've got th- this tattoo on my arm it's ridiculous but it's uh a real american hero 74 75 and it was um that cover was drawn by ron wagner who goes to the uh assembly required out in iowa in november yep. and uh, i went last year that my first time going to that show and i ended up having a table right next to him and uh i was like super excited i was like nervous to talk to him like i grew up getting those comic books and I would draw the covers. I would, you know, just, that's how I would practice drawing was I would do these Ron Wagner covers over and over again. And, you know, look at how line thicknesses vary, look at how they did color, look at all these different things. And it it was, you know, all of GI Joe was like that. Like I, I used to paint and sculpt and make all this stuff. And, um, it really, it really influenced, uh, you know, my style of, of art growing up. So it's been uh, 
very interesting the last year or two where I'm now working on this kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. that's very cool, though. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 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 uh, it's got to be validating on a certain level. It's it's kind of sometimes it's just like it's moving so fast. So I, you know, until a year and a half ago, like I had a completely different career. And so like I really kind of started from scratch just within the last couple of years getting into um, 3D design, 3D sculpting. And uh, it, it's been it's been kind of awesome. Uh, you know, I could have I could have got out of the military and got some contractor gig and been miserable or I could try and make a living doing what I like to do. And, you know, like I would have gotten off of work and come home and done what I'm doing now anyway. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Sounds like it, man. It, it, it's uh, it, it's good. I'm glad you found the success that you have. We'll talk more about the, what you're doing specifically. I don't want to sound like we're, we're hoarding you into to the news segment here. That's why we can get we're still doing news, aren't we? Right. We get done with the three minutes of news, <laughs> then we'll, uh, we'll 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 talk more in depth with with your background and stuff. Cool. But anyways, next news item. Do 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 See, there you go. That's what 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 other show brings you the former head of the brand <laughs> making silly news segment sounds? How is this Han show approved? It just is. <laughs> come, come, yeah, cover your ears, darling. Fuck that. Target. <laughs> Target. Target is coming up soon. Uh, Hasbro's reveal day is Friday. The fifteenth of September, uh, so I'm sure we will get all get to see uh, whatever crummy repaint they're going to get twenty five bucks out of for <laughs> this time. Not for me, but uh, not Target. For, Target won't see any of my money. Not directly, anyway. He'll, he'll just get somebody else's money. Yeah, semantic, uh, and then you'll give them your money. So I guess technically they're kind of getting your money, but whatever. I'm not here to tell you how to. How to take care of your business, Mark? No, the, once I return that Slaughter's Marauders barbecue, and I don't have a receipt. You can do that once or twice. I'm actually making money. They're paying me. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> fool, uh, fool me once. Now, I know that shit ain't going off the shelf, right? <laughs> so, gotcha. I mean, you you know you know my tendencies in graphic design, Mark. Any chance I have to take a disembodied honcho head and put it next to a Target logo, I'm going to take it. Surprised I, my head fits on that screen, but okay. <laughs> I had to really shrink it down. <laughs> right. Really just just click, drag, click, drag, click, drag, click, drag. Yeah. Way down. Way, way down. I can't wait for, for them to cancel everybody's pre-orders on this. It's going to be fantastic. Right. It It's um, it's so reduced that it actually looks like you have melanin. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's not true. <laughs> How, how far I had to bring that that yeah. graphic down. It kind of looks like you've got some skin color. I am looking pretty good. I mean, look at that white text next to me, right? Clearly. Well, is, it, is it just because the backgrounds are you know. kind of jaundice? <laughs> it could be. Yeah, Mark is just um he just he he lacks he lacks melanin. Mark, that's all we can most most of we can just genetics. Can't find it. Just, just left it laying around somewhere, and no, no, no. Can, uh, Target canceled my pre-order for the melanin. <laughs> Bastards! I know you're joking, but like the 
the pre-order cancel talk is stressing me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, long, long story long, uh, Target canceled my pre-orders for the old, uh, was it Vipers or oh, Cobra Soldiers, I think. I think it was the Viper. Was it the Viper? Yeah. I, it was a the long Viper. time ago. One, yeah. And I politely pushed it up the chain as far as I could get. And the best they offered me was a $5 off coupon because they were sorry. And I'm like, yeah, you got, you can, you got an option here. You can fulfill the pre-order that I put on your website that you acknowledged, or you can lose me as a customer for in life. That's it. And they're like, well, we have five bucks for you. I'm like, okay, cool. Send it to me. I'll find somebody that can use it. And that's it. Not a dime at Target ever since. I didn't even have to raise that much of a stink. I just called in and was like, hey, this got canceled. What's up with that? And they're like, here's 20 bucks. Buy one when it comes out. Ah, nice. Sure. Why not? So I, 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 that's why the reaction you got is what befuddles me. It's not, not even so much that the pre-order got canceled. Sometimes that stuff happens. It happens Mm -hmm. more often than we'd like with some, some uh, retailers than others. Mm-hmm. But just the, the five bucks get out of here. No, and, and their insistence that if you had responded to the email we sent asking you if you still wanted that thing you pre-ordered, this wouldn't have happened. And like, right. I never, never got that email. Look for it very closely. So I wasn't being lunatic collector ever. I wasn't being pain in the ass. Well, maybe a little bit. But I was respectful and friendly and just if they couldn't give me a better answer, I asked to go up the chain. I went as far as they would let me go and they were unwilling to help me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I said, you can't you can't treat customers like this and expect them to stay customers. So that was the end of me and Target. Right. I mean, I, I took their advice. I took their 20 bucks and bought one when it came on the shelf. There you go. I, I, I just, again, it was that easy. All I had to do was call and talk to somebody. Anyway, I didn't even make that demand. They just threw it at me. Yeah. Well, they had leftover money from them sandbagging me. I guess. Mm-hmm. They're like, here's the Weber money. Just, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so just, just to clarify, this is not Honcho approved. Just flip, flip it over to, flip it over to Mark's producer. That'll make it all better. <laughs> Lucy didn't give you like the uh, the Daredevil movie target right on your forehead, right? Matt Rubin, Matt Rubin ponders that that has to be one thing I always wonder about. I, if I ever met any of the What's on Joe Mind team in real life, how much would you dwarf me? Mm. And the answer to that is probably a lot. Yeah. No, we're 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 a large podcast. Yeah. We're, if we're, if I ever went outside, I would cast a big shadow. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're we're all tall. Even Joe Colton's five nine. Yeah. Like she she's she's no she's no shorty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of us we're all over six feet. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm built large and I'm overweight, so that that's not helping things. Um. Rob is Rob is tall, but he's all. He's a different kind of tall. Like I'm all torso. He's all arms and legs. He's like one of those, those wavy, wavy arm guys out in the front of the, the used car lot. He was great. Nope. Right. And, and Martin is like six, three. So yeah. we're a big podcast. Yeah. We're a pretty good offensive line. So we are uh, the heavyweight champions of GI Joe podcasting. Right. We won the trios championship. Well, no, because what what what's Joe Colton then? Like, 
I mean, no offense, Job. She ain't been here in a while, right? So <laughs> on maternity, we can't. If she, if we start talking about her like she's gone, then she'll sue us. Well, no, I mean, if we're, if we're, <laughs> if we're doing the Judgment Day thing, she's our Rhea Ripley, and that's no she, slouch, right? She'll sue us. <laughs> yeah, she'll sue us. Yeah. Plus, she'll sue. She'll sue Mark Gerwig because it's like, oh, who's this guy coming in trying to take my spot? Mm-hmm. She'll sue Donnelly. He won't get to go to Disneyland anymore. It's it's terrible. So you gotta you gotta hedge that talk a little bit there, Weber. Hey, Ma- mama's mama's got new mouth to feed, right? <laughs> that dope. That's right. I, I mean, you'd think that gotta, gotta you, keep that kid see nuts. Mm-hmm. Like she she's smart enough to know you can't get blood out of a turnip. I but that doesn't mean she doesn't have people who try. Right, she can still squeeze. I can't wait until uh, little Miss Colton is old enough for Wes to sneak her C-nugs when mom isn't around, right? That probably has already happened. You think she's eating C-nugs already? Holy uh, smart. I, 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 no uh, doubt. Uh, <laughs> no doubt that that child is advanced. I'm going to guess she's already at least reading. Probably. She's two months old now, at least reading. Anyways, uh, so Fall Geek Out, uh, Hasbro's drops come September 15th. Honcho approved, but not really. Um, fun with graphics, definitely. Honcho-rific. Um, you know, you have you have your fun where you can. You've gone honcho overboard this time. <laughs> <laughs> Next news item. Do-do-do. Hey, we actually did have some 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 news. Three uh, zero started broadcasting. It's one sixth Cobra Commander pre order. If you go to three zero's website, there's no ability to pre order it yet. So we're going to presume that that's one hundred forty nine ninety nine, like all the others. It is expected listed uh, first quarter of next year. Includes a snake scepter, his pistol with holster, dagger with a sheath, uh, two sets of extra hands, and a cloth uniform with cape. He looks pretty sharp. Uh, order that at 30.com, I would guess, sometime soon. Uh, like I said, if you're on the 30 website today, there doesn't seem the ability to get that pre-order done, but I'm going to guess that that comes up for you pretty soon. Does he come with two pistols? Uh, he's looks like he's just got the one. He's just got the one pistol. He's got a knife, and he's got the scepter. I mean, it, it looks great. All of their stuff usually does, but where's the hairdryer? How do you make this without the hairdryer? Yeah. Maybe it's more a comic book themed Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm or not saying replace one of these things. I'm just saying it wouldn't cost much to have his iconic weapon with him. They were always wandering around with Lugers and Mausers and stuff in the comic book. So it looks like that's that's more the, the motif they're going with. Mm-hmm. Mark Gerwig, you in on this stuff? The three zero. Uh I'm I'm teetering on the fence. It looks fantastic, but it's, I, I feel like it's going to be a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really that's, that's my feeling on most of these, too. Uh, they look great, but if I, if I do more than, than get after maybe the one guy that I'm in for or the two guys that I'm in for, it's just going to lead to financial ruin. Mm-hmm. So Beachhead and Tracker, and that's about it for you? Right. Tracker's oh, yeah, Tracker all the way. Tracker. You know, somebody's got to fight Interrogator. So so, so hard to, to figure you out, Mike. Loves Tracker, hates Cyclops. Something like that. <laughs> I don't hate Cyclops. Cyclops just sucks. Ugh. 
we went to the arcade this uh, Sunday, me and the kids and a friend, uh, one of Elizabeth's friends, found the old side-scrolling five-player X-Men game. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, I pop on Cyclops. Yeah, his attack button was broken. <laughs> so <laughs> all he could do was jump and optic blast three times and then die. <laughs> of course, it was free play Sunday, so you could just come right back. But right. got to tell you, it was kind of rough to shoot three optic blasts and then die to recharge your power. It kind of sucked. Not surprisingly, his wine button was working just fine. Right? There was a Spider-Man game like that I'd never seen before where you could be like Spider-Man. Was that was like Spider-Man, Black Cat, Submariner, and some other guy? I, I And Hawkeye. It was the weirdest team. I've never seen that game, so I don't know what to tell you. Dude, it was so weird. The I remember there was that Captain America the Avengers that had Hawkeye. No, this was this was a legit. It was Spider Spider Man was all over the cabinet, but it was Spider Man. I think Black Cat, but definitely Submariner and Hawkeye, because wow. they just looked like the weirdest crew walking around. Submariner, this little green speedos, right? Just like right. bebopping down the street, no big deal. His flathead. Yeah, throw, with his wings. Throw a couple issues of Marvel team up together, and then you get your video game. That was a bad looking game, man. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, I can't say I've ever seen that one. So I'll take a picture next time. It was frightening. I, I I would I would play that game if it was a Spider-Man multiverse game, just to bother you. So many Spider-Man. How would they fit all those joysticks on one cabinet? Though? Right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, Mark, you have any superhero shade to get in while we're on the topic? No, I just I remember spending a lot of time playing the the four player Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Oh hell yeah! That yeah. was a game. Holy cow! I, I was all about that Ninja Turtles game. I didn't care about. I don't to this day. I don't really care about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but that game was a winner. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty busy on Sunday. They had Turtles in time and pretty packed. Yeah, yeah, huh? Next <laughs> item. Do 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 do. Oh. Double click, sorry. Somewhere there's there we go. Breezy also threw up one for Destro, and that pre-order is working. Uh, so I can confirm that that's $149.99. Also expected first quarter next year. He's got a, a briefcase that opens and holds stuff. He's got two pistols. He's got a wrist launcher with rockets. He's got three sets of extra hands. He's got a cool cloth uniform with a free swing and pendant, because that's the kind of disco Destro he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, also looking pretty badass. I, I like Cobra Commander a little better, but this is this guy isn't bad at all. Um, again, way, way out of my price league. But uh, cool stuff if you're into the real high-end uh, G.I. Joe collectibles. It's also available on the Pulse. Yes. And there were a couple comments a while back saying that Cobra Commander's up on Big Bad Toy Store. Okay, great. Like, they, they're... On the three zero site, they're listed. You know, they've got links to a bunch of other places. His tank had links to other bunch of other places. I tried a couple of them; none of them are working. So whatever. But hey, we'll get there again. I, I, I only got so much time, so whatever. Uh, Diana Davis notes: He's buff as all get out. Well, he's Destro. Damn it, he's got that. He's uh, got a disco collar to pop. Yeah, he has, he, they brought the collar up. Up his chest a little bit, I think. Yeah. You know why? Because, well, no, no, I'm too sexy. I'm too sexy. <laughs> I got to contain his ancient Scottish muscles. Right. He might pad his jacket. We'd never know. Right. But 
if I could be serious for a second, how good do both of these look without that goddamn chest cut going right across the torso? <laughs> well, it, it might, Mark. It's just covered up by clothing. That's true. I do like that they finally gave Destro the sexy Lady J uh, centered zipper. Right. So you can have him looking coy and going, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> One of those extra pair of, pair of hands should be like a pinch so you can... Yeah, get the zipper on it. Hello, sailor. Right. <laughs> My dear Baroness. <laughs> hey, man, more power to him. Okay, so that's where the double click happened. It was Cobra Commander. Anyways, next news item. Do, 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 a do. There we go. Some new stuff hit the rack last week. Nobody knew about it. It's from a, play, a company called Diecast Galaxy. Uh, but they got vamps and stingers out there. Uh, approximately 126th scale. Um, $7.99 a piece, as you can see on the display piece. Available now at uh, lots of different places. Lots of sightings for this all over the joint. Uh, drug stores, hardware stores, all those places where you don't necessarily expect to find toys. Uh, but there you have it. Uh, you'll find them apparently on racks with all kinds of other vehicles. So you may have to look a little bit. Uh, but anywhere this diecast galaxy thing is... Uh, you're you're bound to find some vamps and some stingers, so kind of cool. It's very cool. I get. I mean, I guess I Jada Toys had all that stuff last year. It was essentially the same thing. Is it the same scale? Uh, they're about. It's pretty close. They look. I don't know. The Jada ones are tiny. Say again, Mark. No, they they. I I have the Jada stuff sitting right here. It looks exactly like the Jada stuff. Mm. Yeah. Was this released by Black Major? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Um, but uh, Matt Rubin asks, I've seen pictures of this. Are they official? Ah, says you know fully what, licensed. Right. You know what we know, so I'm going to guess things are on the up and up. Hasbro's pretty litigious about this sort of thing, so I, <laughs> I wouldn't think you'd want to necessarily, you know... It, taunt the billion dollar company with stuff like this but unless you're headquartered in china and then you can do whatever the hell you want i was so excited when i was new at hasbro and i'd find third party stuff and run it up to legal with all the documentation on where to find it and what they're selling it as and they were like yeah that looks like it's going to be hard okay <laughs> love it and I'm this, I was doe-eyed optimist, man. That was the first thing they stomped out of me. Was yeah, I don't bother the legal department yeah, with any of that bother. third party stuff. No, that's probably difficult. Okay. Uh Jeff Butler asked, do these have pullback action? Says so on the sign. In that case, I definitely want one of each. That would be pretty cool, but I yeah. don't know offhand to tell you. So uh Firefly says that stinger is more like pull back and poke your eye out. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, kind of. Anyhow. So that that's that one. Next news item. Do, do, do. And that's it. As you can see, there our good friend Chunky Tank Kitty is brought to you by the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Mark Gerwig, have you heard of them? Yeah, I heard about them. Anyway, <laughs> a bunch, bunch of punks. Look at that. <laughs> the few, the proud. Right. This thing's awesome. 
But uh, that is uh, that is our good friend Chunky Tankity. He defends us from all the other cats and that have tanks. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he's more than you think. By, by your your bunch, Mark Gerwig. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, my good friend, Mr. Mike Kleppinger, did that, and he can't be here tonight. Couldn't believe it. I was I was looking forward to having his uh, support in the chat there, and couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We'll have to we'll have to send him a homicidal sea nug. Right. Yeah, get him off my case. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll print those for next year. <laughs> Killer sea nugs. <laughs> Hey, that uh, the one that you pulled off of your shelf there, Mark. Does that is that the one with the the turret? Uh, you mean like turning, or what do you mean? Yeah. Did, did you move the turret on that thing? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. mine doesn't have a movable turret. Oh, it's Mark Two. I got Mark One. I told you the marks were taking over. Apparently, apparently, I'm gonna have to uh, find somebody who went to Joe Fest and kill them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take their take their way, and then and then experience the quickening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the mocat, the mocat is awesome. Complete with the yeah. Steeler visor. Okay, you like Steeler, but you don't like Cyclops. Weird. Awesome. Because Steeler doesn't suck. <laughs> Steeler's got a tank. Steeler Steeler's visor's a binocular. Cyclops's visor is just so he can, you know, blink. Yeah, Steeler, Steeler hooked up with the Baroness, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah, and it's Steeler fan, so get some more street cred there. That's what we got for the news. Anyways, we'll be back with with more from our good friend Mark Gerwig after a quick word from our friends at Kokomo Toys. Stay with us. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys: GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Be playing along at home. Uh, as soon as as soon as I hit the Kokomo toy spot, I saw Mark Mark Gerwig get up from his chair. Want to grab that? Okay, good, good, good. Okay. I, it was I wanted just, to take a look. I, I hope he doesn't think this is a real long spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't like in, the DJ putting on Inagata DeVita and going to the bathroom. It work like that around here. I was like, oh, Jesus. We, we went to lunch break. Q Alice's restaurant. We're going to come back from our break, and, uh, and our guest is going to be an empty chair. It's going to, this is somehow fitting. But... It would be a record, right? We haven't scared off a guest. That's what it's been if I. Work. Had the chair still spinning? When you think. <laughs> I think you got to go back to the audio days for us to to have run off a guest. <laughs> no, I I've been I've been wondering very much if the um because I saw those pictures earlier in the week and I've been wondering if like they're legit or if it's BS and uh, I was just trying to take a look at this and look at the pictures you had up and see if they were in fact the same cast and I don't think they are. I think they're different. We'll see. There you go. I mean, if they got that pullback and and motorized type action, then they are definitely different because I know Jadis yeah. didn't have that. So yeah. 
So anyways, uh, Mark, you're our special guest tonight again. We probably should have had you on a while ago. You've been doing this uh, for a decent amount of time now. Um, g- give us a background. When did you start with this madness that we refer to lovingly as G.I. Joe? Like, what, 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 uh, what turned you on as a kid, and how did it get you here? Really, the cart, like the cartoon when it aired, that was that instantly hooked me. Uh, you know, first episode of the the mass device thing, like it immediately hooked, and uh, just just with it until you know, like most guys, like seventh eighth grade, I think I was finally like out of the out of the toys a little bit, and had my my long period of of nothing. 25th anniversary came around and, uh, you know, I wasn't paying attention. So I think my brother got me a shipwreck figure and, uh, I started kind of slowly coming back in, but I was in the, um, I was in the military most of my adult life and, uh, deployed a lot and wasn't online. So I, I missed a great many things. Like I didn't know the collector's club existed until I think two weeks after it ended, I found out it existed. Um, yeah, and uh, really, so th- for me, a lot of it was, you know, classified was coming out. I had started to get into 3D design a bit. I had done some freelance work for some tabletop games, that kind of stuff. And classified was coming, and uh, I started doing kind of the, the the retro weapons, but at the classified scale. And I was just designing that stuff in my free time because it was, you know, it was 2020 and COVID hit hit, and. Uh, that that kind of kicked it off and really pulled me back in hard. Um, I'm gonna guess oh, going on your website. It looks like the earliest project was a was a modus for Roadblock. So it looks like you, that that little weird magnet gun that he came with ticked you off as at least as much as it did the rest of us. No, so I actually <laughs> it I, I don't mind any of the accessories or weapons or anything that anyone has come with, and I acknowledge that they're they're odd. For, for G.I. Joe, but if you would, uh, there, you ever play XCOM? There was a game called XCOM. Loved it. If you had told me, like, these are XCOM figures, no problem with any of those energy weapons or any of that stuff. Right. Perfectly fine. Um, but uh, I really was doing that stuff as kind of an exercise because I, I feel like I've got kind of two states. You're, you know, I'm either getting better at what I'm doing or I'm getting worse. It's either... I'm practicing or I'm in atrophy. So a lot of like these little small projects are just things I can do to kind of just keep using the software and, and stay good with it. Uh, like the um, like the eel thing. And I, I don't know if that's why I'm on here now is because that kind of made some some noise earlier this week doing the, the eel backpacks and the, the harpoon guns. Um, but that was just that's just like an exercise. Uh, just like, you know, when you go to art school and, and they tell you, we're, we're going to do an exercise where we, you know, just do line drawings or something. Uh, it's just exercises. Well, th- thank goodness for, for all of us that you're not as comfortable with getting worse as we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, man. Like, if if I was on the team that was making Classified or, or really any anything like that, and you told me, hey, like, you have you cannot deviate from what was already done. You can't add a part of yourself to it you can't put your own flavor on it or try something new like that would that'd be awful that'd be rough so you know they're they're artists they're they're trying different things and and that's fine and uh some people want the old stuff and there's guys like me there's a lot of people out there now that are creating 
uh, 3D designs and 3D prints and stuff and making that stuff available. Truly. I mean, I, I don't mind... Obviously, you're, you're you're providing a service there for folks who want a certain aesthetic. Um, I, it bothers me more with the figures when when a figure comes out and it's exactly the same as the the previous one, just at a larger scale. Like that's more annoying to me than finding gear to match up. Like the gear kind of it really should match up, right? It's just uh, yeah, like the figures bother me more when they're exactly the same. I like the figures being a little different and a little updated because I think that that makes more sense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a lot of the, you know, the original line of G.I. Joe was really kind of like the end of Vietnam. Like, that's what they were. That was kind of the aesthetic they were looking at, I think. And uh, and it's and it's 2023 or something now. So it, sh it should look different. Right. In a lot of ways. But uh, so you, you got into it there. So, um, you know, you were getting you said you were getting into 3D printing and designing some of this stuff. Um what made you think, hey, I need to do this. I need to go into business for this. I need to do this and make some money. So really, you know, I'd been, I'd done just the design stuff. And even I look at the stuff I was doing 2019, 2020, and it's like, to my eye, it's awful. Like, it's really not good. Um, I was just having fun. And I was, uh, you know, sharing stuff online and, you know, putting the files up for free and, uh, people really kind of got on me to please, please, pretty please, will you print this stuff and, and sell it? And uh, I decided um, kind of as an experiment in small business, I would just kind of pursue it a little bit. And so I got an Etsy store and I started an LLC. Uh, I spent I think about 500 bucks creating the LLC. At the time I was in Maryland, uh, I, was, I had gotten stationed out in, uh, at Fort Meade um, I had been in Colorado. My wife and kids were going to, my kids were going to finish school. So my wife was going to move out with the kids once school was done. But, uh, because of COVID, the military said no one's moving. So I got stuck in Maryland for two years by myself while they stayed here. And so I just, I had that time. Uh, but yeah, I, I opened up, uh, an Etsy store and, uh, I, I figured, you know, if I can just break even in a couple of weeks or a month or so, everything will be fine. And like, I think within like the first day, I sold out of most of the stuff I had wow. and more than broke even. Like in hours, I broke even. So I was pretty pleased with that. Mm -hmm. that's, that's not a bad sign right there. Too it's not bad. It, you know, it's weird. I, I wondered, um, you know, I'm, I'm not doing any kind of big numbers on anything. Like, I, like, it's so much work doing what I'm doing. Like, I'm not doing big numbers. And I always wondered if there was going to be like a cease and desist letter coming my way. And it never happened. But you know, I'm not, I'm not even capable of doing any kind of big numbers, you know. So you got you got stuck on your own for two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good lord, man! It was brutal. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, my wife and I were were so conditioned to me being gone that we were it. It wasn't abrupt. It was kind of like, yeah, we've done this. So mm. it it, it could have been much worse. And I um. I had moved out there and was staying with a friend of mine and the plan was I would be there just for like a month or two and then I'd get my own place and my family would come out and and he was cool with just letting me live in his fucking 
<laughs> his uh his place for two years. So we had a good time though. Okay. Well, I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, we did we did like a we did like a cooking show and we, we had fun. <laughs> no. This week crab cakes. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's Maryland thing. Again. Yeah, yep. I've got some uh I've got some old bay flavored uh goldfish crackers around here somewhere. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Some old bay flavored goldfish. Wow, I'm not kidding. Like, I, <laughs> I saw them uh, at Target, oh, and uh, <laughs> it was like old bay. And I had to buy them. Man, I was thrilled the other day. I found pizza ones. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Get out! I, I am coming back. Give me one second. All right, fair enough. Uh, hunger, hunger strikes at the weirdest time. So I know. Right? We get some old bay goldfish. I think yeah, that's just. just Look at that. Nice. No, we believe you. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah somebody somebody in the chat was surprised, I think. So it's yeah. real. It's real and they're fantastic. Yeah, Matt Rubin wanted to know. So there you go. Mm -hmm. I actually thought I would uh I would crush them up and use them to bread uh fish and do like a fish fry with them. But my kids found the, the bag and just start eating them. <laughs> they destroyed it before I had the chance. Putting goldfish around real fish is like reverse cannibalism mm. or something. Yeah. It seems okay. it seems mildly inappropriate. A little I'm okay. no, I'm okay culinary with inception and I love it. No, no, no. I'll allow yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been good, but I'll never know. Like I I can't find them now. Maybe put Swedish fish around the fish and then cook them. Now uh no. Now you're talking. <laughs> No. You're talking, Mark. Right. You're uh, you're, you know, you started out redoing weapons, right? Yeah. And now we've we've kind of moved from that into to small vehicles. Like we we have it in the thumbnail. Uh, we've got that that Tiger Force claw that you've got, and you're, you know, you a regular claw too, of course. See the yeah. Hydra sled. Playing around with different, just playing around, having fun. Like what 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 is your limit in regards to the size of things? Uh, I don't know. I don't have a, a limit per se. I, the, the limit is how much work am I willing to do? <laughs> so I have, um, the, the larger resin printer I have is an Elegoo Jupiter and it's, it's pretty big. And that's what I print. Um, like I have an asp. That's what I did the, uh, the hydro sled on. Um, but once we get bigger than those kind of things, um, I, you know, we do FDM printing, which is the, the spool with the filament, and PLA, PLA plus, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, you guys haven't gone to any of the shows. Hold on. We don't get out much. Yeah. So like I did a, an Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wanted, I wanted one I could put a figure actually inside of. Let, let me get you the big window here. Hang on. But I, I, big window. There we go. Yeah. So that's a classified bat driving. <laughs> so, which is kind of cannibalism too. So, uh, I wanted to start doing um, action figure photography. That was, it seemed like it seems like a fun thing to kind of do. Sure. And I, I, so the plan was I was going to redo different comic book covers. And there's an issue. I think it's a forty-seven. I don't remember. And it's um, it's Lady J on a silver mirage being chased by this uh, big red semi truck. With a bat driving, and that's the 44. cover. Forty-four. So uh, that's why I did this. I was looking at the cover, and I'm like, it kind of looks like it could be a Freightliner, like Optimus Prime. So I'll just do that. 
So that's why I made this. And then I did the the silver mirage and classic. Careful. That thing will fall apart. Uh, I glued it together. So <laughs> I do have the sidecar separate. Um, so I, I made this thing. Pretty proud of it. It looked, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And the Lady J figure can't sit on it. Because <laughs> her, her legs only come up about 30, 30 degrees. So at some point I'll. And Flint is really upset about that. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> at some point I'll. Uh, I'll kit bash a lady J that can actually sit on the thing so I can take my, my one picture. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm making stuff for myself. It's a good practice. It's good exercise. Um, and I'm, I've been kind of like a hard surface modeler. That's kind of where I've been doing things. Uh, so I make stuff for myself and then, uh, if somebody else wants it, like I can make the file available. Some of this stuff, though, uh, like th this was this was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of work. Like I made rubber tires for it. I made a mold and cast <laughs> polyurethane rubber so I could have rubber tires. So you know, some stuff like I'm willing to sell it, but I'm not gonna like I know how much time I put into it. So some stuff's kind of real expensive. But then there's little things like the the guns and the backpacks, and that's much easier to uh, produce. What's the functionality on that ferret? Like, what? Um, how much can it do? So it, it's like the it's pretty close to the original. So the tires, oh wow, rotate. Um, gun can move. So it it, it does all that. Nice. That's that really great. And then I did a I did a tiger a tiger paw the tiger force version of that I have that sitting here. Um, I have the uh, I did a Python patrol asp. Yeah. Now the the asp you do have up on your site. Um, what site are you looking at? I don't know. I I, I thought maybe wasn't it on the Etsy site? I don't know. I don't have it up. I don't think I've ever put the ASP on the Etsy site. So I have the, the file is available. I have a Patreon. And okay. um, so the file is available for patrons on the Patreon. Um, but I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever, I sold one at Joe Fest. I wasn't trying to sell it, but a guy was willing to pay my ridiculous uh, asking price. So I sold yeah. Right. It's like you always, you always have to be prepared to sell something. Even yeah, you know, I, I really kind of I bring that kind of stuff to the show to drive traffic to the Patreon because there's, uh, you know, there's just been such a proliferation of 3D printers and such a rewarding hobby, like to be able to make this stuff yourself. And it's doable. It's doable at home or you know in your garage, wherever your wife lets you do it. Um, so it's yeah, it's just good fun. But I, I, I bring these larger items along just to kind of show like a what's possible. And people always, you know, they, they ask, but like. Like that Optimus Prime thing, I made one of those, and it took me weeks because mm -hmm. yeah. it, it was FDM, and I had I used Bondo and filler primer and putty, and I I probably spent forty hours just sanding. Uh, it's it's too much. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell that. No, not unless you've got a a, a good crew of under minimum wage workers at your disposal. Yeah. And then this goofy thing. So, <laughs> nice. like, 
like it's the it's the hydro sled. This was no right. one's favorite anything ever, you know. <laughs> but I had it like I had it when I was a kid. I remember I got the hydro sled and my brother got the devil fish, and I kind of felt like I got screwed a little bit yeah, on that you one. You got shafted a little bit. Yeah, and then, uh, but then I got yeah. the then I got the eel, like my you know, and uh and then that made it okay because the the eels and the hydro sled kind of go together like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, or if you've got the box of the hydro sled, the eel and Doctor Mindbender. Yeah, in the commercial, and he's sitting up on it like weird. Right. Is, it, is it any any big surprise that my mother doesn't know what the hell he's doing in the field, though? Right? Like, <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, like, what, why is he? Why is he on there? <laughs> like, he he'd be really? riding he'd be riding the ferret side saddle, right, with the legs under the big cannon. That, that's, yeah. a, that's a mind bender move. There, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know if they were just like, uh, who, who's in the current wave? Oh, this guy's not wearing a shirt. He can be in the water. Right. Yeah. Who's, wait, who's not moving off pegs? <laughs> he's he's like a coral diver. He doesn't have a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. So I, have you guys seen the um, uh, the shark that I did? No. You, you don't know? What I'm, okay, hold on. Sorry. Look at this. We call that a tease in the radio business. Let me get this spinning. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. He's going to come back with an old bay shark. You watch. <laughs> well, now you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> is it flavored? Yeah. So this is um. So I I I thought this was going to be like an easy one because it's so boxy. Uh, and it was a little little it it was a little challenging. But so the the original shark, you know, deep six lays like face down in it. Yeah, because he's embarrassed. Even a canopy. Um, in the cartoon and the comics, it always had seats. Yeah. And fluctuated between like two and six, depending on you know what the plot required. Right. Uh, so I did the the two seats. Oh, nice. My goodness. And then like front, let me it's weird figuring out how to orient this to the camera. <laughs> Look at that. It's the award-winning choreography. Well, like I uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched an episode and Duke was talking to uh, Torpedo on like a little little screen there, so I, I yeah. grabbed it like like you do. And uh, when I made it, I didn't have um, a printer large enough to do a clear canopy, so I chromed it out. No, the chrome looks good. It, eventually, I'll redo it. But I got even the, the weapons working. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So <laughs> that that's one that. I've been <laughs> that file has kind of gotten out there, and a lot of people have been making them at 118 scale. So I had different seats, and the calculation for what size to print it at for the three and three quarter inch. So the those seats have a peg for the backpack. Nice. You can, mm -hmm. you can do that. So a lot of people have done that, and then uh, some folks told me like if you print it at the 118 scale and leave the seats out. You can lay a classified figure in it like it's the original. It seems silly to me, but right. why would you yeah. want it? No, that's, that's better. That's that's the shark we always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I would I mean, think. Why, why do that when you can spend three weeks printing <laughs> an even bigger one? Yeah. No, and I don't. I don't know much about the three D printing business, but it would seem to me that an insert for a three and three quarter shark. That allowed you to drop seats into the existing Hasbro one that every collector has four or five of would be 
gold in the community. It's too small, though. Yeah, it's not way deep. too small. Like it, if if you took a, uh, it's me. If you took one of these guys and sit them in, or even even like this, yeah, the canopy won't close if they're sitting. Could, up. But it's, I mean, you just recline them. Couldn't you just recline them like cap here? Uh, but but then you don't have room for two. You have room for one. Yeah. Now I'd put one guy driving it legit over like deep like, six, taking a nap. Yeah, I tried, dude, like I, I, tried, I tried messing around with that as a kid. It's like, yeah, it's it's tight. They made that thing as small as they could, and mm -hmm. and still fit that figure inside. So if uh, if if crazy collector walks up to you at next year's Joe Fest and says, "Hey, name your price on the shark. What are you selling that thing for?" Like that one? Yeah, it's like say you got that on your table. So it depends. If I've if I've made another one that's better than that for myself, uh, <laughs> then I'm willing to let that go for <laughs> I don't know, like 350, 400. There you go. That's All right. Bad. Dude, then somebody's paying that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's that's an easy one. You can yeah. sell that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and like that's another thing too is like I did that a while ago and I can do better than that now. That's like in, in a bunch of ways. So we can tell just from saying that that your gear started to turn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what, what can I do? To no, do? like I uh, like I really want a clear canopy on it, uh, and I had to, I would have to break that one to remove it. Right. Uh, so. I'll just I'll make a new one and then print it better. And like I, I tried finding a filament that was the right off-white color, and it turned out to be really bad. It was just it wasn't a great print, but I put so much bondo on it and sanded it so much you can't tell. Bondo, man. Yeah, fixes everything. Doesn't doesn't get enough credit. It's like duct tape. Maybe, maybe, maybe what we need for that three and three quarter shark is actually a darker cockpit just to hide. The embarrassing deep six taking a nap in there, right? He could be dead for weeks and nobody would know. He's in that. Yeah. He's in that getup too. You wouldn't even smell him. Yeah. No, huh? He's, he's hermetically up. sealed. Right. You wouldn't. You wouldn't notice until he got started to get all soupy in there. Anyways, he's a diver. He's, he's supposed to float, right? Jeff Butler is imagining shipwreck reclined back in a shark holding handlebars like a chopper. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Lovely. I'm imagining Eddie Guerrero in it, making it pop like a cholo mobile. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yep. So, Mark, you got some slides. You brought you brought work. <laughs> so let, yeah, let's yeah, I finished them up like three minutes before the the podcast. What you were you still got them in before Mark showed up, so that's good enough. Right before yeah. I dialed in, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's more of a how am I gonna remember to say Get stuff? Screen here. There we go. Oh, hey. Double clicked again, huh? All right. So what does this say? September second. So uh myself, Mike Kleppinger, and Artwan are gonna do a 3D printing live stream, and we're gonna build us a classified scale manta. And now, just just for the record, that is the cast of the GI Joe 3D printing podcast. Well, yeah, we're that we're the admins. So myself and Artwan, well, really even Mike, I had I had been streaming sort of like how to 3D design using a a, a software well a program called Tinkercad, and that was kind of how we met. I was doing very GI Joe themed 
builds and um and they were kind of my regulars that that would come and and talk to me in the chat and uh so that evolved into creating a facebook group the gi joe 3d printing facebook group um, what we realized was there's a, actually a lot of people that are doing this stuff in in little vacuums and not talking to anyone else about it and so that became uh we thought a good outlet to kind of get people together and share what they've learned and what they've experienced doing this stuff and uh it, it's it's i don't are you guys in the, we've got like four thousand members now i don't know everyone that's in it um but it's it's pretty awesome like there are a lot of extremely talented people that are uh kind of using this as a as a form of expression and they're they're designing and printing and building amazing stuff uh, so it, anyone's welcome. You can come. You don't have to be a designer or a printer or even interested. If you want to look at like some amazing custom work that people are doing, you can you can join the group and just kind of uh, lurk in the shadows, if you will. <laughs> but you have to answer the the, uh, the the membership questions when you click the the join thing. You're going to get asked a couple of questions. Nothing personal, but you have to actually answer them to get in the group. Sure. sure. Yeah. Got to try and keep out the uh, the scammers and the riffraff and the and the, the, and the USS flag T-shirt people. Just try <laughs> to keep them out. Okay. So that is uh, that's that. So we got next slide. Yeah. So just real quick, if you could go back okay. with this one. Uh, so we're going to do the build, and then the file will go up on in the group for for free. So anyone who wants it can just download it and print it and have their way with it. Well, if you're gonna make you've, it sound, you've got a couple of things like that. You're going to make it sound dirty. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, we're going to sign up. Putting the man in Manta. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Man TA. That's marketing right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we move on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you've, you've gone and gotten a sidetracked. No, no, I'm just trying to give absorb vids more audio content. That's right. Get a chicken nugget, right? Okay. And then I was surprised this wasn't in the the community calendar because uh, November third and fourth is coming up. So right. somebody was fired in Des Moines. It's too far out. I have I have mentioned it previously, but it's not it, like I can't have it in every week, or else we just sure. We'd, we'd, it's it, like everything, everything's so fast now. This is gonna it's gonna be like next weekend, and it's gonna be, and I'm gonna be hustling to get stuff ready. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll be at assembly required. Um, I went last year. What a fantastic, wonderful show! So last year, um, Brian and Travis reached out to me about. Uh, they they wanted permission to use one of my old files that I had put online for free, and they wanted to modify it and use it. And um, like it's it's old enough that I find that file embarrassing now. And I was like, how about you let me just I'll just do the thing you you want to do, and and you can you can have it. So that was cool, and that worked out. And uh, so you know we just had armor last weekend, and that was the um, kind of like their their online con that started during COVID. Mm -hmm. that, that's been continuing so i did a couple designs for them for that and then uh for the dreadnought themed uh assembly required in november i'm doing something else that's gonna be kind of cool it's gonna it's it's kind of awesome like <laughs> i'm pretty excited about it so so that clearly uh, that that's it you just got two slides for me 
there was one more. There should have been one more slide. There's not one more slide. I can't that's, get to it if that's the case. Shit. What was the other slide? Oh, I can't see it. It was uh okay, so a whale. It was the whale. <laughs> um last, September Saturday, September 30th, Sunday, October 1st, uh locally, there's a toy shop over in Denver on Havana called Monkey Paw Toys. And I'll be there and I'm doing um head scans. So I'm doing custom action figure heads. I started this uh earlier this year and I did some at Joe Fest and I did some more at uh uh the dallas fort worth joe show and i'm weeks behind on delivering <laughs> but uh <laughs> but they're turning out really nice they're really good so uh and you know like if you can kind of tell that's me a little let me let me get you up in the big window again slightly less pink <laughs> so it's like if you and mark had a kid what <laughs> you know you know what we would name that kid Mark. Mark. Mark, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you name him Mark? Because I wanted him to be perfect. Well, my dad's Mark. That's why I'm Mark, too. Oh, that totally makes sense. Oh, man. We're getting layers upon layers. Yeah. Mark, yeah, it's not just a clever thing. So in, in the Navy, which I spent most of my life in, uh, that's kind of the designation. Like, if, uh, if you've got a rifle, it's an M16. That's because it's an Army thing. In the Navy, it's marked something. Like, a Mark 19 is a, is a launcher. So Mark and then Mark two and it's a couple. In my head, it makes sense. It's did you did you or did you consider naming any children Mark? Um, I was not given that option. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not not by not by either of the the mothers of my children. Fair enough. They agreed well, on that. Stops here. <laughs> well, the the trick is. It just you need to if you're just a great enough father, then they will turn around and they will get Mark Gerwig the second as one of their kids. Oh, so I'll be a junior. No, it, would be, it would be the third. Or okay, so Mark Gerwig the third. So yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, Jeff so. Butler says he was the person who took the photo of uh, Hooded Cobra Commander Seven Eight Eight getting his head scanned by Mark at the Joe oh, Okay, fine. Yep. Yep. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm making him a, a head for a classified Cobra Commander figure. Oh yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So now I don't want I don't want to make the the comparison here, but I think it's accurate. This is kind of like the selfie series, if the selfie series looked like the people who ordered them. Sure. So and, and let me defend. I mean that I mean that as a total compliment so, to you. Because uh, <laughs> I'm I'm impressed by the selfie series. So like um. When, when has that ever been kind of like tried before, right? Like right. if you talk about like trying something new, being innovative, like that was kind of it. Like it, the final execution may not be what people were hoping for, but I think it's pretty cool that they tried, that they did it, you know? I, I love the concept, but yeah. if what unless something went catastrophically wrong with the process, if the best way you can advertise it is to have pictures like this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So um, if you can do it and do it well, you should be able to do like the side by side comparison and go, look how good this is. Yeah, right. I think and I think it might obviously be the, they've chosen not to market it that way. Yeah. I, so, I think it might be the crawling before you can walk in terms of that mass retail. Idea. And maybe yeah. that's part of it. And they I, I think they explain 
I, I haven't done one, but they explain like, you know, it's they they do the scan with the app. They find the head that's closest to yours and then they basically inkjet the your picture onto it. Right. Um, which is, you know, not a terrible idea. I think if if they had done it 10 years ago, it'd be fine. But I think the bar for likeness is so high now because of the, the extremely high end scanning that they use on Hollywood actors that we very much recognize. Right. Uh, like the, the bar just isn't there for the way they've executed the selfie series. Right. It, it just everybody looks like they've got the same basic puffy head just with different. And I've heard of, I, I've talked hair. to some people that were really happy with their selfie series that were blown away by it. Uh, but I would also say the majority of the people I've talked to aren't thrilled. I mean, the people with really puffy heads think it looks right. Are thrilled? <laughs> yeah, they're really digging it. So I've learned a lot. Like, it, so it was it was an experiment kind of from the go. Uh, twenty twenty one, I went to Joe Fest about three days before Joe Fest. I got a new iPhone that supported an app that did scanning, and it was actually an app meant for dentists, so they could. I, I don't know how dentistry works, but that's what it was meant for. But it did like a full scan and it gave you a head. And uh, I tried, I just kind of played with it a little bit at Joe Fest and I scanned a couple of people. And and really only one of the scans was usable and good. And it was um, a guy named Ryan Farnham or Laser Pants. He's part of that uh, 3POA podcast. He's a super nice guy. But his his scan turned out great and I was able to use that and kind of did my first head. And that got a lot of people interested and I wasn't really able to do anything about it because I, I, I needed to be able to physically have them present to scan them. Um, and at the time, I really wasn't doing a lot of organic sculpting, um, but I I wanted to try. So I, uh, you know, I took the time. I found a new app that kind of more or less did the job. And I've been practicing with um, a program called ZBrush. And because uh, when you get the like the I have to completely resculpt eyes, I have to add a lot of detail. It doesn't scan hair well, so I have to resculpt a lot of it. But there's enough of the basic shape and size and proportions that it it, it works. It's a great cheat. Um, what I've learned though, and, and I had a system in place, like I I, I practiced. I, I had that GI Joe meetup, and I scanned those guys while they were here, so I could practice. Because uh, it's definitely different. Um, like I practiced on my family, and I know very much what they look like. But when I'm doing someone I don't personally know, and all I have is like a photo and this okay scan to go off of, it's a different animal. Right. Uh, so I, I just I needed to practice and get a system down, and I did it. And then uh, I go to Joe Fest, and what I didn't expect at all was a how many people did it, but also long hair there were a lot of dudes with like long past their shoulder hair and and women i didn't think there'd be any women but i got like a bunch of them so long hair didn't doesn't work for the process i created so that the time i had allotted after the dfw joe show to kind of knock them all out i spent reinventing the process to accommodate for long hair and i'm finally kind of through that and now i'm i'm in the step where i'm I'm like painting all these things. I have it here. Here's a couple of them. Oh my God. So I'm, I'm painting these things. And uh, that new Dracula line is coming along great. We're, we're, we're stealing past it like so much Colonel Kurtz. 
So I have to wear these ridiculous like magnifying glass glasses so I can do the detail work. And what I've learned is like I can wear them for about an hour and a half tops. And then like I can't focus anymore. Right. My eyes are like, fuck this. We're done. Close it up. And so I, 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 I've been slowly kind of getting through the painting. Like, so it's been a learning process. It's been a lot. And thank you to everyone that is being patient with me. Like I'm, they're almost done. They're going to get out. Uh, I'll be doing this again. Uh, last day of September, first day of October, monkey paw toys in Denver. And then I'll, I'll do it again at, um, assembly required. And there's a real good chance. I just never do this again after that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's something you got to get the kids involved with, man. They got those young eyes, those young, flexible eyes. No, no, no. And tiny fingers. I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't. <laughs> Perfect for handling tiny. Yeah, like one pupil is like over here. No, man, when the screens go away at 730, awesome. screens go away at 730 and you put on your goggles and get to work. <laughs> you do it right or you don't get the screens back. That's it. Yeah. I, I, we, are, we are giving you tips to ensure that there will never be a Mark Gerwig the third. Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't I, get your money if you don't get the headspace. Uh, if I could uh, enlist any of my family members to help me with this particular job, I would do it. But it's a, it's a bit much. I don't know. I think if you go, Dad, change the Wi Fi password, put on your goggles. <laughs> Phil Donnelly notes that he would point out that Hasbro is pushing an updated selfie series in San Diego. He did it again because they're going to give an exclusive G.I. Joe figure stand with it. Uh, hopefully this turns out better. And I haven't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, we, we hope so, too, because Phil's Phil's first selfie series guy doesn't look a whole lot like Phil. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. It doesn't look like Biff either. Which is it's, it's, yeah. got, it's got his toned abs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That worked out fine, but it does like the, the this kind of looks like uh Phil's puffy cousin. Anyways. So Mark, if somebody's interested, wa wants to purchase some some updated weaponry uh, for their classified figures or their action force figures or their whatever six inch scale figures you happen to make weapons for, where are they gonna go to find you? You're going to go to the Mark to Design Etsy store. So you go to Etsy, you type in Mark, I think the number two, <laughs> and then design is one word, and it should take you to it. Go ahead. And... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, you can find me at, uh, you know, Instagram is Mark to Design, also Mark to Toys, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you name it. Mark II Design and Mark II Toys. So that, uh, you know, so I have this other thing called Mark II Toys. Um, and I wanted to get into actual manufactured stuff. So I created a separate little LLC because I didn't want anyone to think that the um, these weapon sets that I'm doing are, uh, I don't want anyone to think they're 3D printed because that's what I do. So I created a different company. And uh, it was very successful in confusing the hell out of people. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So then we could get behind that. Yeah. So yeah. So Mark II Toys. If you if you are a 112 scale customizer, out of the box collector, whatever, 
Um, I've got weapon sets that are available and they're injection molded ABS. They're nice. They're nice. They're good stuff. I'm a big fan of 80s action movies and I'm trying to like have all the favorite weapons from my favorite Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies available to uh, to everyone. Awesome. Can you make some uh, some attachable feet with glass in them like John McCain? Ooh. Huh. Maybe, a pole, and maybe a the stand is carpet and you right. can have like toes on the in the carpet. Yes, easy toes, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a pulse rifle, flamethrower, underslung grenade launcher combo. I'm just spitballing here. Or give some duct tape, wrapping it all together. I hear you. I know where you're coming from. With the that. Uh, the full you. running man set. Complete with a Richard Dawson head. Ooh, <laughs> a Richard Dawson head. Yeah. I'm not I'm not quite there. I'm trying to get there. Like it, I think um I, I've gotten in, into this the the toy industry is and doing this hard surface stuff. And at some point, like I want to be able to do figures, and that's all gonna be ZBrush. And it's um it's it's time and practice to get to that level, you know. If 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 it was uh the early 90s and like faces could look like whatever the hell, like I'd be good to go. But I think like I was saying before, the bar for how good the sculpting is now uh is is really high so i need to i need to just keep practicing a bit before i'm ready to kind of throw my hat into the uh the ring for for that kind of sculpting awesome so remember head over to etsy uh check out mark two design mark two toys check out all the mark twos yeah mark two something he's got mm -hmm. uh mark two magazines for all you folks who are looking for anyway anyways yeah I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm not I'm not going to take it home anytime soon. So let's just let it go. I'm going to drift out there and let other everybody else figure that out. Sure. But, uh, so Mark II Design on Etsy. Uh, check out the shop. Uh, get all the check out all the cool stuff. Let us know down below which ones you like the best. Mm -hmm. uh, let's do a couple of real quick community things because uh, we got we got some letters in the old mailbag. Oh, that uh, looks like a selfie series right there. First off, uh, Jonathan Morgantini wanted to share this shot here of his selfie series, Snake Eyes. Uh, you can follow him at Wreckship underscore 85 on Instagram. Uh, so right there, you got uh, photographs you want to share with the community. Sure, we'll put them up there. If you're going to take the time to send it to us, we're going to find a spot for it somewhere on the show. Mm -hmm. you, need a, you need a sidecar for that ram. Right, or something. I was thinking it was a repainted silver mirage after the sidecar fell off, like a minute after it came out of the box. But if it was a silver mirage, like the front casing would have fallen off the handlebars too. Yeah, that's true too. Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? With the, like I make sidecars for the Ram. Have you seen yeah, that? I did okay. see those. All right. That was that was a fun, easy project. I was about to say there's a big honking gun on that sidecar too. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it's. You know, the, 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 the fun part of the Ram is how the physics on it just wouldn't work. You know, like if that gun actually fired on the side of a motorcycle, yeah, just blow it around in circles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you fired the gun to make a tight turn. Yeah. So that's how it works. <laughs> and what I like about the sidecar that you did is is the gun on that sidecar does not upset that physics model. Like that yeah. it's just big enough where if they start shooting it, it's going to spin the bike. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, Got a letter in the post sock. Uh, hey, what's on Joe mind? At the risk of asking a previously answered question, which season of the classic Sunbow cartoon had your favorite opening? 
excluding the animated movie. For me, it's the second miniseries, 1984's Revenge of Cobra. Starts with a little bit of silence to build tension or maybe pique your interest. Then during the action, many of the scenes smoothly morph and blend into the next scene. Really stands out for me, and that's from Brad Glynn. I agree with that one. I think that one is the best. Unfortunately, it's the one that I've probably seen the least. Hmm. Um, that one's my favorite as well. Yeah, it, it, that they really did a good job of spotlighting all the new characters that were showing up in that year's cartoon yeah. that miniseries. Uh, it's the one time that we saw Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow fight, strangely enough, in the Sunbow series. And that was when Storm Shadow's on screen looking all badass, throwing throwing stars around, and Snake Eyes comes and just boots him in the back, flying on the glider. So uh, that's the one time, kids. That's it. Um, so I would, I would pick that one as well. I, I think it's unanimous. Everybody else is with 1984? I mean, it also proves that it takes a ninja to fly that glider without breaking it. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I was just from a pure nostalgia play. I was a sucker for the very first one because I was, I was in the second the toys were on the shelf. I was on the comic early, not from jump, but early because I just hadn't found it on uh, shelves and, you know, Ben Dorgan, we've done the Tim Roberts story for, but that came on at like three 30. I think. And my bus home was a good 40 minutes just driving. So if I sprinted from my bus stop, I could catch the last half of those episodes. So when they finally came out, I think on either they replayed at a different time or they came out on VHS, it took me forever just to see the first intro as a diehard Joe fan. I had no other option back then. So that one was always close to my heart. Cheapest Big Spender wants to know, could a ninja drive the Silver Mirage without breaking it? And the answer is no. No one can mm -hmm. drive the Silver Mirage. Nope. Yeah. Unless it's nope. a Mark II design Silver Mirage. Yeah. The Silver Mirage is like the uh, the Blues mother Blues Brothers mobile at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a disappointment because other than the gliders, and that was structural, right? Every yes. other toy they made was crazy sturdy and you could play with pretty rough and it held together. And then came this balsa wood piece of garbage. <laughs> it was so, just rotten. So I'd like to defend the Silver Mirage real quick. Just having spent some real intimate time with the, the pieces and how it goes together. It, I think I think they just bit off more than they could chew production wise. Like it, it's it's a very intricate uh piece like it's it's very well designed and just like the final product just doesn't want to stay together but it's it's amazing i i always was under the impression it would have made a great model but yeah. it was a bad toy yeah that's uh, and then one more letter uh good evening joe team i just watched the mail call number five wanted to let you know this is a question i've also had and thought the response was fantastic thank you for that uh, I've been hitting the 25th anniversary and more modern four-inch Joes the last two years, but the way you guys and gal talk so lovingly about the vintage uh, O-ring had been getting me interested in the vintage Joes. The only O-rings I have right now are recent releases. These figures have a certain charm to them. This show is why I'm back to collecting G.I. Joe. I was originally looking for a podcast about movie reviews since I had just watched the live-action movies and your show came up on my search. Okay. there, there's a There's a shot out of left field. I listened to it on Podbean first, then I discovered the team stream later on. I wasn't collecting. 
I enjoyed your talks about the news and characters I kind of, sort of, remembered. I was born in 82, started playing with the toys in 92 for about two years, and dropped off until 2021. Wow. Your passion and knowledge has gotten me back into Joe. I was a Transformers kid originally. Robots. Hmm. Uh, I got into the classified line a little late, but I've been able to procure every figure I've wanted so far, which is about 95% of them. I almost didn't collect classified, but the color chain Zartan came back in stock at the Pulse surprisingly one day, and I pulled the trigger and haven't looked back. Your show also brought me back to Kokomo Toys. I hadn't shopped there for a few years due to the pandemic, having small kids with me that I didn't want to take out. Recently picked up a Wolverine and a few smaller vehicles there. My family usually makes the two and a half hour drive from Elkhart, Indiana, about once a quarter to Kokomo. Wow. Uh, yes, my email is all over the place. The point is, I make the point I'm making is I appreciate your show. I appreciate your enthusiasm, knowledge, and integrity with the brand. I've listened to and watched a few other shows, but they aren't the same. That's what we've been telling you. I think all the other shows are the same. Oh, cheap <laughs> oh. shot. Oh. <laughs> your community is involved and welcoming, and usually very positive. It's a great place to be a part of. Keep up the amazing work. I want you guys to know it makes a difference to this collector. This is even better than a Batman the Animated Series podcast. You know, we could probably do a pretty good one of those, too. Right. Thank you. That's from Ben Kitt. Ben Kitt, thank you. We're wow. Um, that's not the kind of letter that I can do a, a mail call episode around. But, um, you know, if you're going to take the time to write us a, a big, long, happy email like that, we de certainly deserve to give it some time to, to answer. Um. So uh, thank you for that. We we really do appreciate that. Uh, um, that's it, it's been even even with our not having a show last week, it's been really rough keeping up with this the last few weeks. Uh, so so anytime uh, you know any recognition for that is is really it's fantastic. It it really does help us keep moving uh, this thing going after after twelve years to know that people are actually watching and and uh, and moved by it still. So uh, that brings us into to what we got in. Uh, Mark, you're the guest. You had anything fun in the last couple of weeks? Just the, the the eels was the big one for me. Yeah. And I got my I got my retro snake eyes. You saw yeah, you're yeah no, like like the eel was a big one for me. Like that was that was that was probably top five of my childhood was that eel. Like I remember the day I got it. I remember opening the packages like. That was a that was the big one. That's very cool. <laughs> that's that's the fun part of classified. It was it was the um it was the the one present my parents let us open like Christmas Eve. That year it was my birthday. That's okay. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm a early November and I still got screwed. Oh. <laughs> Christmas I Eve. I had a couple yes. knocked out by those those weird once in a lifetime, you know, Catholic holidays. Like my birthday's in May, and so I had had one get wiped out by a first Holy Communion, and another one get wiped out by a confirmation and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's not the I, same. I, I tell you, these kids got no respect. I tell you. So, um, but that's uh, I you know, I put it up on our on our. Uh, Instagram feed, but my, my retro snake eyes came in too in this receptacle. And it had this this weird this weird padding material in there. And it came from Walmart, no less. So I was very, very 
very thrown. I expected this to be, you know, drop kicked and and chewed up and 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 squished. And I what I have is a a retro snake eyes that is damn near perfect. So uh, watch for that on eBay starting bid three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And who and whoever whoever wins that expected to be mailed in a padded envelope. But- yes. <laughs> if if any envelope at all, I might just throw a stack. Throw it like That's right Amazon, a, this bad boy. Right across the five language file card and send it right out to you that way. <laughs> uh, S. Myers just got his retro snake eyes too, right after Walmart canceled it and sent him a refund. So, okay. All right. You win. You can't yeah, be Walmart canceled all my stuff. That's a hell of a week. Yeah. So your yours is looking pretty good too. Yeah, that's good on card. A little bit of a little bit of eh, up there, but otherwise not bad. And even even this guy, not 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 terrible. No, not terrible. bad either. It's uh the 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 card stock is pretty thin, so it's it's tough to find one that doesn't have any kind of a bend. Yeah. Yeah, but if you I mean if you were crazy anal about it, you could fix that, right? You can get a couple dictionaries and yeah, just straighten that bad boy out. Yeah, my, wait on it for a couple of years. Yeah. My mm-hmm. three thousand even my three thousand dollar snake eyes has a little bit of a bend to it. Oh man. Um, so yeah, Rob's got his his crimson guard in there. I got my retro card in crimson guard. Snake eyes is due tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you suck. So uh, we'll we'll hold off uh, on the rest of what we got in just because we're running out of time. That's uh, all but, I got. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark, what do you have for shout outs, man? Who do you want to who do you want to call out for their contributions? This would be uh, a good place to maybe plug your podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I gotta I gotta shout uh, out for uh, Mike Kleppinger and and Artwan Poor, my uh, my co-host for the Jaja 3D Improving Podcast. My my ride or dies. Those are my dudes. Excellent, Mark Weber. Well, you're oh not, yeah, you're not next. You're you're you you got you got rank. Rack time, Rob. Shout it out. Uh, hey, thanks to all the studio audience ch- checking in every week. Uh, thanks to Mark for coming in and being our guest tonight. What, Thank you. To everybody watching you in full recumbence. Yeah, it look. It, I'm doing this if if my back is in such bad shape that it, I, I'd have begged off probably halfway through. Mark Weber, shout it out. I mean, there's only 40 weeks of school left, so we'll probably yeah, we'll probably I, I be mean, okay. I should I should peek it through smooth sailing. <laughs> you're, really, you got a crest, it's all downhill. Yeah. Which which I mean is screaming out of control and likely bound to crash. Um not uh, my I have a one of my uh, good pals in a, for, a former job, which I seem to be collecting. Uh, my pal Amy got back in touch with me this week and uh, she's a sweetheart. Uh, and one of my my uh, uh, partner in crime. I guess at my last job. So it was good to hear from her. So it's always good to hear from people that, uh, that you were buddies with, but maybe haven't heard from in a while. So if there's, if you've got a buddy you haven't heard from in a while, reach out to them and, uh, and say hello. It's awesome. That all you got. That's it. All right. Uh, I'll give a shout out again to double up on our studio audience. Uh, thank you for, for checking us out live. If you're getting us on recording. Uh, we appreciate you too. You count just as much. Uh, regardless, if you're catching us on Facebook, again, remember to give us a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Just give us some kind of reaction just to keep all the, the, the wheels in motion on Facebook. If you're catching us on YouTube, 
Please like the video, subscribe to the channel, do all those cool YouTube things, leave us a comment, uh, share our video and all of your Reddits and Facebook pages and all that other cool stuff. Um, uh, give a shout out too to our, our good friend Brian Hooded Cobra Commander 788, uh, still on sabbatical. Uh, we are thinking of you. Uh, get to feeling better soon. Uh, give a shout out to our good friends at Kokomo Toys, our wonderful sponsors. We'll sing the theme song real quick. Kokomo, 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 We didn't get a harumph out of that guy. I was really hoping for a barbershop quartet moment, and it did not happen. No, no, it's what it's what happens when you got two guys singing second tenor. Yes. Anyways, but um, and I give a shout out to to all of you, regardless how you're catching us, um. But whether it's live or on recording or even audio only, uh, you're the you're the engine that keeps this going. We, we'll take it as far as you want to let us. Uh, just remember to to spread the word, keep things growing for us here at What's On Joe Mind. Uh, but that's it. That's all we got. We'll be back next Tuesday for another episode of the Team Stream. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to stay tuned for the upcoming presentation of Night of the Lepus. Night of the Lepus <laughs> coming up next. Uh, through 11.05 here on the Superstation. Have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you again soon. Yo, Joe. <laughs>